Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to Geeking In. I am Jay, I am your party host, so grab your bourbon, your beer, or your brew, half sugar and almond milk, just the way you like it, and settle in while we talk about some random stuff going on. I am joined, as always, by the incredible, by the invincible, by the infamous, our futurist, our Tony Stark. How you doing, T? Hello, listeners. Hello, gents. I'm doing really well. Really pleased to say I passed the Turing test and therefore will be allowed on this podcast. We're pleased about that as well, um, and uh, also pleased by uh, Mr. Fantastic himself, our flexible friend, the pajamaed prince that was promised. How you doing, B? Zero. <laughs> One. Zero, zero. One. You're gonna to have to speed it up for so long. Zero 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 zero. Oh, one one. Zero zero. <coughs> one zero. Zero one one. Zero one one. Zero zero. Zero one one. Zero one one. Zero zero. Zero one one. <laughs> zero. One 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 one. I mean, it could have gone with high instead. Zero, zero, one. <laughs> zero, zero. Zero, zero. One. <laughs> and that is not Cristiano Ronaldo's new wage. Could be. I believe that is either hello or your mother sucks donkeys in binary. <laughs> it, it was the latter. No, it was the former. <laughs> I'm hoping How do you... it's the former. How do you know? <laughs> because Jay because... didn't pass the Turing test. <laughs> because the last one does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> and and that is uh, hello. Wow, we've started somewhere, haven't we? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, to all of our listeners from Hebel Hempstead to Dublin to Oregon to the Donkey Sanctuary and to <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> and I, I'm almost scared to ask people to rate, review, subscribe, and share after that because um, I don't, don't, don't know. Report, <laughs> rate, review, yeah. and subscribe. Leave it there. <laughs> and um at geeking in pod is to where you'll send your complaints on twitter and instagram um and anything uh, else that you want to get involved in the conversation in like for instance our friend friend of the show universal collector at u underscore v underscore collector on twitter um who uh tweeted us to tell us that he did get to the end of hey. last week's Thank marathon you episode um which is really good uh universal collector is um uh, really really good people his new episode of um talk toys and tea um episode number three is now on youtube so uh search universal collector on youtube 
and give him a watch because uh, he's good people and we'll get him back on as soon as we can. Um, whilst you are there on our Instagram or Twitter, you will find the Linktree link that takes you to everywhere we are, uh, including our Teespring store, uh, where we sell all of our merch, uh, all of our mugs, our T-shirts and our masks. Um, and there is so many cho- there are so many choices of designs and colours that you've got one for every single day of the year. Hey, well done. <laughs> Thank you. And that would kind of work for you to wear a different design from one fandom to the next. Because our favourite fan event last year that was Fandom. 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 I thought you were going to do it in binary. So did I. It's back. Uh, although not yet. It has been a year since uh, Fandom. Um, but an announcement uh, has just come out to say that Fandom is returning this year. Uh, as again, as a virtual fan event. Uh, this year it's going to be um, in 45 days, 19 hours, 42 minutes and 51 seconds, according to the uh, countdown on their website. Uh, on the 16th of <laughs> That's October... so useful for a podcast that people can't listen live. <laughs> <laughs> at Great the time of recording. At the time well, of recording. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The, the only three people who listen to this podcast are currently listening live. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not listen to this podcast, guys. <laughs> what? I only listen to good podcasts. Oi! <laughs> if you aren't listening live, like T isn't, uh, Fandom is going to be Saturday, the 16th of October. Um, don't ask where T is. He's probably got plans already, no matter how far ahead you try and book in October. Um, but but um, is uh, stacked with uh, a lot of stuff being promised. Um, so uh, on the trailer that opens with the questions of DC fans, are you ready? Uh, we hear, uh, we see a clip from the Batman. Uh, with Robert Pattinson declaring that he is vengeance. We see clips from Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, from Superman and Lois. Uh, we see uh, teasers for Peacemaker, Gotham Knights, Supergirl, Batwoman, Titans, and DC's Batman and Fortnite comic book crossover. We then have Dwayne Johnson uh, reminding us that things will never be the same again, before we see some concept art for The Flash. The complete list of titles participating in DC Fandom are Aquaman, King of Atlantis, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, The Batman, Batman Caped Crusader, Batman Fierce State, Batman Fortnite Crossover, Batwheels, Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Manta, Catwoman, Hunted DC League of Superhero Bets, DC Legends of Tomorrow, DC Stargirl, DC Superhero Squad, DMZ, Doom Patrol, The Flash Film and TV, Gotham Knights, Harley Quinn, Injustice, uh, an upstate on the Milestone universe, uh, Naomi Nubia and the Amazons, Peacemaker, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Suicide Squad, the Justice League, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Sweet Tooth, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Young Justice, Phantom, uh, Young Justice Phantoms, Wonder Woman Historia, 
wonderful women of the world and more. Ooh. Breathe. Well done. Now, it's fair to say, um, when this took place last year, we may not have, have treated it very seriously leading in to, to, to fandom. 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 <laughs> I came across Lesser's Less is you pausing and more of you suddenly remembering that we're actually talking to you. Um, You're not listening live either, Pete. It's just Jay. Don't even try. That, that does explain the, the, the drastic dip in quality that we've been seeing. Um, uh, yes, so it's fair to say that, that last year we were a little bit um, uh, dismissive and flippant on the lead up to uh, the aforementioned show. Um, but, uh, it was, it was quite a, a, an experience. The amount of trailers and the amount of, of mm. news that came out of it was incredibly impressive and kept us incredibly entertained for an entire show available in the archives. Um, so looking at all of the stuff that they are talking about, looking at all the stuff that we know is on the, the, the dock for DC, um, and the stuff that, that might be announced. Um, T, what are you looking forward to? Um, I guess it's a bit hard to tell just for the list of names because, you know, some of it's animated, some of it's probably a computer game, some of it's stuff I've just not heard of. So all of the movie stuff is exciting. Um, you know, Batman, I don't know how much I do want to know about it or how much I'd rather just see it on screen at this point. Um, the Wonder Woman Historia, uh, that sounds interesting. Teen Titans Go, I'm always interested in. Um, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, but I'll, let, I'll save that for B, because, you know, he's the biggest mm. fan. Um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting to hear about so many titles and there's so much going on, because it does sometimes feel like there's not an awful lot going on with the DC stuff. Um, and it's a nice reminder to sort of, you know, know that there's actually there's still TV shows and there's cartoons and there's Harley Quinn and there's all this kind of fun stuff happening. Um, uh, so it, I think it's a worthwhile event, just if nothing else, to say, hey, we too are a brand and we too have shit going on. And a lot of it's really crap. And we're sorry for the, the, the Snyder Cut. But beyond that, there's other stuff to watch as well. I, I may have um, read between the lines a little bit there. Um, maybe, maybe, but, uh, B, what about you? What, what future HBO Max thing are you looking forward to here? Um, well, two things stand out. I'd love to see how far they've progressed with the Batman. Um, I've tried, but very, very much failed in, in trying to keep away from some of the sort of headlines and production leaks that have come out from the Batman but I, I'm so looking forward to that That that's definitely going to be my Is that one. partially because I insist on talking about them in our news segment? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It, it's just a great trailer and it it just needs to be expanded I'm so, it, it's, I think it's going to be so different, so dark um, and there's quite a few leaks that have uh, appeared recently and I'm quite liking how it's going yeah, I'm surprised to hear that you've been trying to keep away from the leaks. I thought you liked that stuff. 
trying but failing. I'm surprised um, you're trying. I thought you know you like to read the last page of a book before you read the rest of it and all that. Yeah, but you know, I've, I've ever since you've you've you know encouraged me to watch episodes rather than binging uh, as they get released. I've, by I've by us, you mean leaf. Netflix? Uh, not Netflix. <laughs> by Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime. <laughs> Bastards. Um, <laughs> And the other show that I'm really looking forward to. The only thing we're on. releasing weekly is this, and you've already established you don't listen to it. So. <laughs> it is available on all good podcast platforms. <laughs> Shame it's you don't a... use any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, B, you were saying about Stargirl. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, have you started watching season two of Stargirl on Amazon Prime on a weekly I drop? have, I have. Um, on a weekly drop, yes. On a weekly drop, yes. Uh, T, have you found Stargo yet? No, not yet. It's it's probably the next thing I will watch, actually. Just, it's, um, it's actually quite good. It's very, very good, in fact. Yeah, I'm, so this I'm week's really excited for it. villain was The Shade. Mm. Oh. And uh, the they've, they've kind of trying to find out what's happened to the Black Diamond because Eclipso is on the loose. <laughs> so in. I'm so in. It is. It, it's, I mean, it is totally a you yeah. program. Um, you know, Stripesy and, 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 oh God, what was his name? Is it Tommy Thunderbolt? Uh, is it? Is, so which Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt? which Thunderbolt is it? Who's, who's the kid? Uh, so it was, so this is kind of the origin piece of it. So it was, I think it was Tommy. Okay. Um, and then he was with the old justice society. Yeah. And then it's just moved to, for this episode, it was, um, uh, Stripesy's son. Okay. Okay. And then it's just moved to a new child at the end of the episode. Okay. The, oh, I'm, I'm, just just that alone, I'm so excited to get into it, honestly. <laughs> I love the shade. The shade is so interesting, man. Such an interesting character. Because um, obviously it was, it was in, not Stargirl, sorry, in Starman, uh, uh, the Robinson ones that you really got to know the character really well. But obviously there's lots of JSA appearances and stuff. He's just so interesting. Um, and one of my favourite JSA, JLA comics is the one with the thunderbolt and it gets transferred and then you know it's like so cool and it's in the pen and all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. Yeah. So we got we got the origins of so cool or, or like the explanation of so cool. We got the explanation of you know you're allowed to make any wish but it has to be just once. Mm-hmm. Um the the specificity so there's an entire scene where they map out on a whiteboard what the wish is going to be so that they can be as specific as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It is. I mean, it's a show about you know the Justice Society. It's it. It is a you show out and out. Excellent, excellent. Um, no, it's so, it's yeah. definitely the next thing I'm watching. Um, I might need a few days off of work. Hopefully, no one I work with listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for me, I, I think one of the things that really interests me is is an update on some of the computer games. Mm. Um, so Gotham Knights, mm. in theory, I don't think is far away from a release. So that's a sequel to the Arkham games, right? 
it's from the same studio. Mm-hmm. They've not really kind of given us a lot as to what it is, but it, you know, the idea is Batman's dead. Mm. So it kind of seems to lead on. Yeah. Um, In a sense, that- it, it doesn't need to be a sequel story-wise, really. What we want is, hey, well, is it similar gameplay? Is it sort of similar yes. mechanics? Is it a similar feel? And, you know, one of the big bads of it is the Court of Owls. Okay. Oh, yes. So, you know, spoilers, we know that Bruce Wayne's likely to be the talent. Hmm. Um, just because that's how stories work. Yeah. Um, no, Jason uh, Todd wasn't the Red, wasn't Red Hood. <laughs> what was he called in the game? The Oh, he was the Arkham Knight or something, wasn't it? Well, it was the Arkham Knight throughout all of it, and then he became basically Red Hood. Yeah. Afterwards, all the packs and everything were him as the Red Hood. <laughs> um, uh, Injustice, you know, it'd be interesting to see whether this is about the cartoon, uh, the, the comic, or um, uh, about Injustice 3. Mm. Um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League looks insane. Did you guys ever read the Injustice comics? I've, I've read some of them. No. So they first came out as uh, as web comics, right? Yeah. Uh, and they were they were sort of in a really weird format. They were kind of in a, like a landscape format. Uh, so they weren't even kind of you know. So you'd read them, which made sense for a computer screen or an iPad or whatever. Um, and that, or as soon as you looked at that, it was like, oh, this is a bit weird. Just the format change made you realize, okay, this is something different. Um, and then they just took that with the story, right? So just giving no shits about the story they told and, you know, any kind of lore, just kind of messing with it, trying to tell interesting stories. I just thought it was so, so well done. Um, and you weren't looking for, you know, traditional kind of storytelling beats and character development and stuff like that. It was just like, oh, what weird shit are you going to do next week? And they came out really, I think it was weekly drops, actually. It was really short. Yeah, issues. they were. Yeah, because I think it was a... a when they went into print, it was a selection, wasn't it? It was like, you know, one to six of the digital right. print went into a comic because of, mm. of the, the, the pages, page numbers. God, I wonder how they, you know, moved the boxes around to actually make it fit. I think, I think they went landscape. Oh, did they? Oh, good on them. I, I, I seem to remember some very odd shaped comics, but I might be misremembering. I mean, probably a pain um, in the ass for anyone putting that into their into their bookshelves, but um, yeah, really good. As long as we don't have any super big collectors who like to bag and board and also have a hefty <laughs> touch of OCD. Who's that then? Could be anyone at all. Annoying shits. <laughs> <laughs> they are, but we won't judge them for it. Um, uh, so yeah, so the games are really going to be interesting for me. Battle Wheels is one that that I'm I'm interested to see what they do after. So this mm. is the um the Hot Wheels collaboration, mm. which is basically kind of about the the Batmobile and cars having like sentience and a personality kind of thing. Yeah, sounds interesting. So. Could be quite an interesting. I mean, you know, it's it's it not aged, not aimed at our age group, obviously. Um, but you know, some of the character designs and all the rest of it could be quite uh, uh, fun to see. And then to be so close to to seeing Black Adam mm. do something That's years after um, the rumours, after the casting, uh, 
fandom last year was when we saw the storyboard mm. um, set up, introducing things like the Justice Society in into Black Adam. Um, so yeah, it could be a, a, a very um, uh, interesting one, I think. Um, is there anything that isn't on the dock that you were hoping for? Other than the, the announcement of the cancellation of uh, Legends mm-hmm. of Tomorrow, it'd be nice if they're holding something back for a surprise. So, hey, yeah. this is the new direction. Here's uh, the next sort of Justice League plan. That kind of stuff would be really cool. But actually, there's so much on here. It, I, almost, you don't need that. Oh, are we waiting for another incarnation of Wonder Woman? Are they going to announce that? We've had 1984. As in a sequel or just yeah. a, a reboot? Sequel, I should hope so. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a there's some stories of some love lost between Warner Brothers and Patty Jenkins. Mm. Um, allegedly, Warner Brothers weren't incredibly happy with what was turned in. Mm. Um, was? The director was was drastically unhappily unhappy with the tinkering, the timelines, the delays, and then putting it out on. HBO Max. Although she, supposedly, maybe she just had to say this, but it was Patty Jenkins that wanted to delay it initially by a year because I remember her then coming back saying, I regret making that decision. Yeah, I think it was something to do with with the finishing of the CG. (laughs) They did not finish the fucking CG on that film. And that might be some of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you remember you know, the airplane scene? Jesus. Just, just, just looked better previous. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you did, if they could have just had like uh, a massive painting of some clouds and just had them running side to side, <laughs> that would have looked better. They could have oh, blue peated the whole thing. I, I actually watched that. Well, I loosely watched some of it over the weekend, and it, it does not improve. Yeah, not good. So interesting. I was just looking through the the, the fandom website, not because I'm bored speaking to you or anything. Um, uh, and they've got Jay some free. Re- the show either. <laughs> no, <laughs> it does. The Universal Collector. <laughs> to, Hello, you're only listener. I, I I have a habit of forgetting we're actually doing a podcast and just kind of chat away anyway. Um, uh, but there's um. On the Fandome website, Fandome, um, there's free-to-read comics. And and in this, there's like Flashpoint and Injustice, both make perfect sense. Um, Mr. Miracle, the Omega Men. Um, but um, uh, Senor Mil- Mil- Milagre, for our... Uh, Brazilian and Portuguese speaking hmm. friends because um, it's all up in different uh, uh, up in different um, languages so, um, so his name isn't Mr. Miracle it's the word Mr. Miracle it's the words yeah anyway, yeah. yeah so it, it it's a direct translation of yeah mm-hmm. Um, 
but the one that's up here that it didn't i didn't think of uh looking out for in this but makes perfect sense is in the free to read they've got the first eight issues of the salmon oh of course so that trailer or something suggests that yeah we might have a trailer that'd be exciting oh, i better get those comics cleaned and pressed <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 you don't want to read it before the film comes out you want the show comes out you just want to own it <laughs> but yes very very interesting and um uh, really interested to see what they do with a few of these. So Harley Quinn was going to be my recommendation for this week, but it's probably not going to be because season two has just finished on um, uh, E4 and is available to stream on all four over here. Um, and, and has been really, really good. So, um, uh you know, it's it's uh, interesting to see what they do for announcement of a third series of that, um, and where they go because um, you know, Poison Ivy spoilers calls off her wedding and runs off with Harley Quinn, mm. which is picked up in the comic book that's released, I think, this week. So it's not that big a spoiler. Um, but yes, we wait and we see uh, what. Fandom has to offer. Fandom. Fandom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just glad we get to do that again. To be honest, <laughs> it was it was fun. I, I I loved reliving it when it popped up in my memories for for on our social media. Um, uh, but yes, we wait and we see what it has to offer. Um, uh, and we we do not have long to wait. Only 45 days. Um, before we get to revel in the, the wonder that is fandom. 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 And I am sure that it will give us plenty of things to recommend, but it hasn't today. So um, we are going to go and talk about What If in just a minute. Uh, so if you haven't watched What If, then... Um, Let's do our recommendations now so that uh, we can leave you spoiler-free until you uh, stick to these old ways and binge them all in one go. Yeah. Um, so, B, what would you like to recommend this week? Right, so this week, my recommendation is an add-on to a recommendation many weeks ago. Uh, and I'm going to recommend a Netflix enemy um, film called The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf it's terrific so this is this is canon with the show is it, 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 it is show? Ab absolutely it is so it's a bit like a prequel um, I'm not going to spoil it for you um, I suppose the show is a bit timey-wimey isn't it It well um, season 2 I think comes out in December at some stage for Henry Cavill's The Witcher mm -hmm. Um, but this anime is is it's kind of a sequel, um, and it's one hour twenty three minutes. Um, it's great animation. Um, it is a little bit confusing because it, it 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 if you've seen The Witcher, it's very much like that in the fact that you have present, 
but flashbacks to um, past. Mm -hmm. um, and this is very much in a similar sort of vein. I will, I will check this out, I'm sure. But one of my bigger issues with The Witcher was the trying to be clever with telling you stories from the middle and the end and the beginning all at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Um, I, I felt it just got in the way of the story. So um, you, you telling me this does the same thing kind of disappoints. <laughs> I, 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 I love slightly. that. I love that part of The Witcher, actually. So I, I'm, I'm up for, for some more of that. Is this voice acted by similar actors or? No. No. Okay. Someone different going, mm, fuck. <laughs> So just having a look at it, actually, so you do have some some big names. So Theo James is, is mm. in it. Mary McDonnell is in it. Jennifer Hale is, a, I guess, a voice actor mostly, but she's in it. Um, I mean, it's an eighteen. It, it is an eighteen. It's quite violent, so it's, it's not something recommended for youngies. Which um, makes sense given The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if you're a Witcher fan, this is essential viewing. It, it's it's really quite good excellent there we go uh, available on netflix as we speak mm. uh t what's your recommendation for the week uh i am going to recommend uh neon genesis evangelion which i almost didn't want to recommend because we try and explain things when we when we recommend things <laughs> on the show and i can't fucking explain this show to you guys <laughs> Come on, elevate it. <laughs> oh, God. It's a Japanese mecha anime um, if, from 1995, I think, originally it came out. Um, <clears throat> but it's a bit of a, a bit of a deconstruct of the genre, actually. Um, so just the basic concept is uh, there was this worldwide sort of cataclysm, and uh, 15 years after that, uh, we are in a the future city of, uh, I think it's future of 2015, <laughs> of Tokyo 3. Um, and your young protagonist is a boy who um, essentially has to pilot an anime to fight uh, these sort of beings called angels. Um, th that's the kind of, you know, the, the basics of the story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the basics of, of most. Yeah, I yeah, mean, maybe yeah. it's just the ones I watch, but that could be Gundam, that could be Yeah, exactly. So that's, that, that's just the, the, the top line, right? Um, but although, well, I will say that the sort of the world building, the techno babble, the Bible babble, all of that stuff, it's, it's so fucking good. But really, it's about um, it's about the characters. The whole thing is kind of this fear and anxiety of, of growing up. It's um, it's so intense. Uh, it's quite depressing at parts it's quite a hard watch towards the end as well um but it is just amazing so the reason it's kind of popped back up and the reason i'm recommending it now is um the, the series came out and that's all available on netflix um and then a movie came out a few years later because uh essentially the the creator of the show was, was was really suffering from depression as, as he was creating the show and that really came out on the show and and part of it was you know going back and, and fixing some so there's this movie that came out which takes place in the middle of the show kind of and that's not uncommon with anime like cowboy bebop has that then you've got um 
a couple more movies that have come out since then, and I think there's like five more movies to watch. So you now have the opportunity to watch all of Neon Genesis Evangelion if you have Netflix and Prime. Watch the show on Netflix, watch the first movie on Netflix, then watch, I think, three more movies on Prime. Um, and the last movie came out a couple of weeks ago, which is why this big kind of resurgence has happened. It is just absolutely fucking brilliant. I mean, um, the original series is, is like it's credited uh, to lead to, to having led to the rebirth of the anime industry entirely. You know, um, even if you think you don't know this show, as soon as you see some of the mechas, as soon as you hear the theme song, you will recognize it. You know, you'll have, you'll have absorbed some of this stuff through osmosis. Um, it's, it's, it's just fantastic. And if you guys do watch it, uh, I, I won't even have to ask for this. I, I, I know that you'll be texting me throughout and we'll be having conversations throughout because it's just such a mindfuck of a show. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, side note, uh, my uh, daughter kept walking in when I was watching it and I was like, oh, that's okay. We'll just switch to something else. Not a problem. And she kept wanting to watch this. And obviously you can't because it's fucking... You know, it's it's an intense, grown-up, depressing show. Um, but she was really attracted to the the art style, the animation style. Because I kept saying, "Oh, let's just watch Shira. Let's just watch Dragon Prince. Let's watch some of the shows that we watch together." No, no, mm. she wants to watch this. And you know, there's something about uh, I, I'm, I'm all for the modern shows with the modern sensibilities and things like that. You know, uh, and, and the modern messaging and on all the modern shows. But there is something about the classic sort of the animation style. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go back and try and watch. Um, some more of the uh, studio uh, studio Ghibli films and things like that because she's clearly like is craving something that looks a bit different than the modern stuff. Um, which was a, a, a... I thought you were going to go back and start watching this with her because you know she's had too much of a happy childhood and now it's time to really kind of <laughs> balance that out, dude. It, watching this, so my so my brother and and friend of the show Tohid Tohid tweets who's you know, gets in touch with another Hato. He used to watch this all the time, and you know, he's a uh, he's much more sort of cultured than me, and and watches far more. So he did. He studied film studies at uni, and he he'd watch like um uh not just like Kurosawa samurai films. He'd watch like all the Yajimbo films, like real dense, difficult to watch stuff, and he'd love it. So when he was watching this, I thought it was one of his shows. I just, uh, you know, it's too it's too smart for me, um, and I regret not watching more of it with him. Because watching it now as an adult, I think, is a very different perspective to watching it as a younger person. Yeah. Um, and I'm speaking to people, including him, who've watched it when they were younger and how their perspectives have changed. It's it's intense. It's amazing. I thoroughly recommend this to both of you and to all of our listeners. Um, and I mean, anyone who's sort of watched any anime uh, has probably seen bits of this anyway. Um but yeah, it, it's all easily available. And that's the issue with anime, right? It's kind of hard to get. All of it is available. And between Netflix and Prime, you can watch all of Neon Genesis Evangelion very easily. The explosion of, of anime on... And I know, you know, there was a there was a story about um, Netflix signing a content deal with a, a, some, some of the big anime studios. But the, the explosion of anime on Netflix fairly recently mm. um, has been mm. really, really good. Um, you know, and, and, and has shown in so many of our recommendations, like, you know, um, Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, mm -hmm. um, uh, New Gods, uh, Nezer Reborn, 
this, you know, it, I, I, it really has kind of um, captured our imagination. So um, I don't think it, we, it's uh, the modern day. Do you remember when like Channel Four would randomly like get a contract and just have loads of a specific genre? Yeah, they show them at like four in the morning, and you have to set your tape recorder to watch it, or whatever. Yeah, it's that, isn't it? But and, and accessible. So much of my love of random things comes from those three o'clock in the morning Channel Four shows. You know, that's mm. where my brother and I first found Godzilla. It's where we first found um, a lot of the uh, old kind of uh, kung fu kind of some of the pulpy kung fu kind of films mm-hmm. uh you know your drunken masters your 36 chambers your, your things like that um even even uh manga you know it was um it's the first place i saw gaiva mm-hmm. um which introduced me to you know body horror as well probably um but um uh yeah no so many of of like the random things that i i love are because you know you 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 plug the tape in on a, on a Saturday or Sunday morning and you press play and you see whatever the fuck they've recorded and put onto that time slot this time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good times. So, yeah, so my recommendations moved a couple of times this week. It was going to be uh, Harley Quinn, as I talked about, because season two finished yesterday. It was really, really good. Um, it was at one point going to be When Harry Met Sally, just because I saw it was on Amazon Prime and... Um, I love when Harry met Sally and, you know, when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want that the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Um, uh, but I've decided to go somewhere slightly different. I've decided to go for something that I think is required viewing before the weekend. Um, now, all the way back in Iron Man 3, we were introduced to someone we'd been waiting for for quite a while um, in the Iron Man world. We were introduced to uh, the Mandarin, um, only to find out it wasn't. It was, it was Trevor Slattery, uh, played by Ben Kingsley. Um, his Hamlet was the Toast of Croydon. And mm-hmm. um, there was an absolute outrage from fans of uh the the comics who saw this um iconic character the mandarin uh one of iron man's biggest uh villains uh reduced to a punchline um a very good punchline but a punchline all the same um and then there was a one shot called hail to the king uh, which is available on Disney Disney Plus at the moment. It's about 15 minutes long. And it's a film crew going in to interview, interview um, the the Mandarin, Terry, Trevor Slattery, and to hear his story and him talk about, you know, how he got to that point and all the rest of it. And at the end of this, um, the film crew choke out security guards, choke out the interviewer and tell him that the real Mandarin wishes to meet him. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously the real Mandarin is someone we see in Shang-Chi opening this weekend. Oh, yes. So um, I am going to recommend Hail to the King as your your pre-film watching 
Um, and it might be what, because it was a one shot and I can't even remember what DVD it came out on. It, I don't think it was Iron Man three um, back in the day where, you know, people had DVDs with extras. Um, but um, it's, it's one that some may have missed. And I think that, you know, going into this, seeing the, the unfolding of the Mandarin legend, um, it's definitely one to, to, to invest in. Mm-hmm. So you can see all of those on uh, Disney Plus, can't you? Yes. That's excellent. Have you two watched that one? I'm assuming so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember how I watched it, because they were difficult to get hold of. You had to buy the right DVD that came attached with or whatever. But yeah, excellent. Although there is obviously the interesting question of what if he was the real Mandarin? Mm. Maybe that's one we will be seeing coming up fairly soon. There's not one we saw this week. Um, so let us talk about what if episode three. Um, I guess the question on this one is what if Hope Van Dyne became a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and died? I said to you last week that, hey, I don't, I don't really mind what the setup is. Like, you know, just tell me an interesting story. That's cool. Um, and then this week, I was just like, oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> so, like it, um, someone decides to kill off the Avengers initiative. Basically. Um, beginning with Tony Stark uh, from the scene in Iron Man 2 where they give him the injection because of the um, mm-hmm. oh god what's it poisoning him? Yeah, the, the fake element he created wasn't it? No, the fake element saved him. It was whatever yeah. he was doing before then. Oh. Giving him the, 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 the futuristic road rash. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, in, in, in the injection that's, that's meant to help stabilise his condition, um, he dies. And then all of the other Avengers also die. Um and it turns out that it is a um, grieving Hank Pym with a combination Ant-Man yellow jacket outfit um, who has been taking out the Avengers. So the question, the first question, at what point did you realize it was going to be Ant-Man? Um, fairly early on, actually. So, what it didn't really feel like a surprise, I don't think. No. So that they, I mean, you know, that was intentional. You know, they did put the clues in there, so that's good, I guess. Because you never want it to be. Oh, there was no way I would have seen that coming. What a stupid twist! Yeah. Um, it was just the most boring concept of this thing. 
where we're just going to show you the same scenes that we already shown you, but slightly differently. So here's the here's the Thor pulling the hammer scene, but different. Here's the uh, you know Tony Stark in a donut scene, but different. And it was just after we've had like you know T'Challa as Star Lord, after we saw um, Captain Carter, are just really interesting things. This was just um, it was just really weak, you know. It was just uh, a very timid what if for me. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of felt as if it ended when you got to the what if. Yeah, um, I mean, if you wanted to do like a murder mystery thing, great, do it. You know, it doesn't have to be in the what if format because you're kind of you're wasting the what if format. You could do interesting things here. Oh. Yeah, uh, and it just kind of. Um... So for me, the what if of, you know, what if, if Earth wasn't protected by the Avengers and Loki came in and decided he was going to rule the world. That's more interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, having to call Captain Marvel back and still somehow managing to find Captain America. But OK. Um, but yeah, just it just was a very odd um, story. Thought. Um, B, how did you find it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't the strongest one of the three we've seen so far. Um, I did enjoy the Hulk scenes. Um, I thought it was interesting where they had an old Hulk scene uh, portrayed with the new Hulk. Yeah, um, I thought that was quite cool. Um, obviously, apparently the there was. Talk about bringing Edward Norton back in. Really? Wow. To do that. They didn't have uh, Scarlett Johansson, did they? No. No. Hmm. Um, I did I did Google why. Hmm. Um, apparently, it wasn't the fact that... Um, they didn't pay her money, she was owed. <laughs> yeah. It was the fact that um, they just didn't ask her. Um, so weird. I mean, yeah. so the... the, 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 the the Disney Marvel line on this is all of the original cast were approached either directly or through their agents right. um, and then declined. But that's not Robert Downey Jr. That's not uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, so it's interesting, the ones that come back and the ones that, that haven't. I don't think it was, was it Chris Hemsworth? No. Although I think it, it, Chris Hemsworth might come back for one of the others. No, it wasn't Chris Hemsworth. It was uh, Loki. It was um, uh, Nick Fury, obviously. Um, all the other main people were uh, Hawkeye. Um, so last week we there. talked about Drax, Dave Batista not being back, and how it was just a throwaway line, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, I mean, Black Widow was the main character, really, of this, yes. this show. Um, yes. And also, it didn't. And I don't mind that it doesn't look like it, but it didn't look anything like like her. It didn't have a likeness at all to me. Mm. Um, and that was quite strange because they're doing this weird. I find the overly photorealistic thing a bit awkward, anyway. So I, I kind of prefer that it doesn't look so much like it. But it was strange that it was noticeable that it was just Black Widow. It wasn't Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Yeah. 
What's going on? The concept was it's still good. Um, you know, it's it's like it's like the what was it the 80s movie Sliding Doors? And if you guys have seen that, it's quite. I mean, the whole thing is Sliding Doors, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's in all of What If. Mm. Indeed. Starring Gwyneth Paltrow, also mm. known as Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't always remember she's in Marvel movies. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, was, that was was that Chef with it, with John Favreau. It wasn't Chef. It was his cooking show he was doing after Chef. So he was. I think they were in the kitchen together and they're chatting. About yeah, they're cooking together. Yeah, and <laughs> and it was about her being in Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, and her not realizing she was in Spider Man. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, it's all that goop. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, this felt like a, a miss for me. Um, it just wasn't very interesting, um, which is weird considering it's you know killing off the Avengers. It was quite a, a strangely dull way of doing it. I thought um, I, the reveal didn't do anything for me. And yeah, as I said, kind of you know the um, the, the 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 Loki taking over the world, lifting a line straight out of Avengers, um, was probably more interesting. I mean, this episode was so dull that I messaged both of you before the sh- shit. Did I not watch what if this week? And I had. <sighs> um, I mean, for me, this is one lukewarm, one fairly cold, and one good episode so far. I wasn't the hugest fan of Captain Carter. I loved uh, T'Challa as Star Lord, and this one just—I felt quite pedestrian and dull. So interesting question. Take out the element of what happened to Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Would you still like? So it's hard because it's hard to kind of take that completely out. However, what I would say is um, I enjoyed the fact that it was a very different story. So there Mm. were consequences for this happening. And I thought that it played with, you know, the the, the fractured timeline, you know, mm. quite well. So, you know, Nebula, for instance, the only um, bionics she has is her eye that was a collector thing because because Thanos had been turned away from his his sadistic ways and therefore hadn't quite, mm. you know, replaced pieces of her and. So it was, you know, and the Mm. Ravagers were on a different path. And um, so for me, it was, I I liked the the fact that there was like proper waves Mm. with it rather than, rather than these kind of weird kind of, you know, things. Um, I, I thought it was a better story. 
mm. than the other two. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think I think there was a huge emotional beat right at the start when you for me when I heard Chadwick Boseman's voice and obviously at the end with the credits and and that wouldn't have been a thing in the same way but I think well no you know we celebrated Black Panther when it came out you know it wasn't post Chadwick Boseman's death that we Mm. celebrated it you know we loved it from the very beginning it was such a big big thing to us it was such a big part of part of our hearts and so that callback to seeing, you know, so forget Chadwick Boseman, but just saying that callback, seeing Black Panther as Star Lord, would have been exciting anyway. Um, and yeah, yeah it's I mean, a it's a movie in space with sort of third tier characters, and it's a heist movie. I mean, what the fuck's not to love? It was amazing. But things like the we talked about the the drums giving us kind yeah. of you know mm. flashbacks and and you know whatever else, and and, and that's that's because it's referencing two great films in a different way. Yep. And, and this one just kind of didn't give me anything. Yeah. It was, it was really disappointing. Uh, I, I did like the first one. Um, I enjoyed Captain Carter. I enjoyed um, this one just felt lower quality and in every way, the storytelling, the designs, the action, um, and and you know, as we've just said, the voice cast because you didn't have like the main characters turning back. So uh, one thing this... I did I did love on this that mm. I I will have to go back and watch the others and see whether it, it, they they play the same beat. Mm. But there was a scene where I want to say Black Panther was was driving. And so they had the roadscape and, and all the rest of it. And and they had the silhouette of the watcher in the mm. background. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. a beautiful visual mm-hmm. yeah. um, of him just kind of, you know, his presence and him hovering and, and yeah. watching. Um, mm. And that I thought was an absolutely beautiful shot. It was, yeah. But then, as you say, you know, you get into the voice acting and, and no one was really lifting anything up. This is, yeah, if this was the first episode showing, I, I would think, oh, this is what I'd sort of expect from it. When we actually got the actors back, it was, oh, this is not just a cartoon. This is really part, part of the MCU, putting a lot of effort into it. This felt like what I expected at the beginning, um, which is disappointing. So we will wait and we will see because episode four drops in just a few hours' time. Um, Hopefully, it can kind of address and, and, and move through. We shall, we shall see. Um, but we will tell you all about that next week. Uh, so until then, please continue to look after yourself and each other. Uh, check out our recommendations. And we shall speak to you about this and anything else that we can come up with next week. Bye-bye. Adios. Cheerio. One zero one 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 zero zero. <laughs>